0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, June 27th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Senate Agriculture Committee Chairman Pat Robertson, ranking Democrat Debbie Stammen, I reached an agreement last week on legislation to preempt state GMO labeling laws for food. But now the pressure is in for the Senate to actually pass the bill this week. If that happens... Farm groups hope the House will be able to consider the legislation before its August recess. Much of the U.S. farming sector is preoccupied with the Robert Stabenow agreement, but the U.K. vote to withdraw from the European Union, the so-called Brexit, is still the biggest thing happening for some exporters and importers. The vote is over, and the issue supposedly settled, but the confusion and questions about what happens next have just started. U.S. trade with Britain is still done under conditions set up by the European Union. And that has exporters here wondering if the U.K. will be rewriting its tariffs and regulations. According to USDA data, the U.S. exported $1.8 billion worth of agricultural goods to the U.K. People like Richard Haas, President of the Council on Foreign Relations, have lamented that the U.K. will be excluded from European negotiations with the U.S. on the Transatlantic Trade and Investment Partnership. And any type of bilateral agreement between the U.S. and the U.K. could be severely hampered by ongoing TTIP negotiations. But House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Kevin Brady says now's the time to start protecting the U.S. relationship with Britain. In a statement he said, American companies, farmers and workers depend on opening markets to our exports and investment. In this time of uncertainty, we should now begin to discuss a modern new trade agreement with the U.K. that not only continues but expands the level of trade between the two nations. At the same time, Brady said, I am committed to a strong and ambitious TTIP agreement. Shoppers getting a break on food bill. USDA has lowered its forecast of food costs this year as prices for pork, eggs, dairy, poultry, and fresh vegetables decline. The department estimates that food prices will rise just one to two percent this year, well off the historical average of two point six percent. Beef prices increase slightly from April to May, but are more than Five percent lower than a year ago because of declining exports. Egg prices fell 6 percent since May and are more than 8 percent below last year when producers were being hammered by the Avon flu outbreak. Prices for dairy products down 2 percent from a year ago. The California drought continues to raise questions about prices for fresh fruits and vegetables. So far, USDA says increases should be in line. With the historical average. Vilsack, a long shot VP choice. Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack may be a sleeper favorite to be Hillary Clinton's vice presidential candidate. New York Times correspondent Jonathan Martin said yesterday on CNN's Politics Today. Bil-sack has, quote, Rust Belt credibility due to his Pittsburgh origin and career as a small-town mayor and governor of Iowa, Martin said. His advantage for Clinton in Martin's eyes, however, is that his selection would have no impact on Democratic hopes to regain control of the Senate. That would be a drawback for senators from states with Republican governors and even for Virginia's Tim Kaine because a successor would be guaranteed to serve only until November 2017 special election. USDA expands recall for Vietnamese catfish. The USDA on Saturday published a notice that the California-based U.S. Cato Holdings, Incorporated is expanding its recall for Vietnamese catfish products by 2,235 pounds. That marks a total of 27,995 pounds of frozen suai filet That the company is trying to get back because it did not go through the required food safety inspection by the USDA. The initial recall became more fodder for lawmakers and food safety advocates who are defending USDA's recent takeover of catfish inspection from the FDA as was ordered in the 2008 and 2014 farm deals. USDA does a better job at intercepting catfish that is contaminated with residues of banned chemicals, according to supporters. There is no evidence that the catfish being recalled is contaminated, but USDA has still warned consumers not to eat it. USDA began inspecting catfish imports in April, and since then the agency has rejected two shipments from Vietnam and one from China. USDA looks into breeding a tougher bee. Honey bees are used to pollinate billions of dollars worth of crops, everything from apples to almonds, and researchers are still trying to lessen the massive deaths every year, including breeding stronger bees, according to the USDA on Friday. U.S. beekeepers lost 44% of their bee colonies between April 2015 and April 2016, that according to a new audio posting on the USDA's website. Jay Evans, head of the USDA's Bee Lab in Beltville, Maryland, said the main cause of the huge bee deaths every year include viruses from varroa mites, lack of nutrition, and Chemicals ingested by the bees. Well, that is Daybreak for this Monday, June 27th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson, and Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management, Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Galley.